Welcome to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up with Colleen Biggs. Are you ready to lead without permission and take the steps needed to live your best life? Whether you want to start the business of your dreams or celebrate your present and future accomplishments, you're definitely in the right place. Now, here is your host, Colleen Biggs. Hey there, listeners, and welcome to the show. You are listening to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up, and I'm your host, Colleen Biggs, and I am joined today by the beautiful Diana V. Diana, say hi to our listeners. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Great. And I'm also joined today by Sejal, oh my gosh, Lakhani Butt, right? That's it. You got okay. it. Okay. So, hi, um, we have some beautiful women here today to share their stories. And if any of you uh, looked at the title of our show today, it's really uh, talking about were you born without freedoms? Like what were your circumstances that might not have been ideal in your life that you've actually turned into phenomenal opportunities, which is what we're going to talk about today. And the heaven on earth moved and mountains shifted. And for some reason, both of these beautiful ladies uh, came in on the same show that have had um, some um, pretty big hurdles in their life. And so today we're going to be talking about how they've been able to build companies, how they've been able to overcome those hurdles uh, with some similar uh, bad circumstances in their lives. So uh, thank you, ladies, for being on the show today. Thank you for having us. It's so great to have you guys here. I also wanted to get caught up really quick with Lead Up for Women. And I wanted to remind everybody out there, if you have not subscribed yet to our newsletters, we pump out serious information on a regular basis. So every Thursday, you're going to get a Thrive Thursday newsletter. We just had our Teaching Tuesday webinar that you could have RSVP'd for very quickly through your, you could have RSVP'd very quickly through your um email that you would have gotten from us. We also do Facebook events. So two things. I want you to run out there, not run, not walk, not jog, not skip, not anything. Just use your little fingers, make them move (laughs) a little round on your phone. And I want you to go out there and sign up for our newsletter on leadupforwomen.com. And I also want you to go to our Facebook page, Lead Up For Women. This is where we pump out the most information. And I'm getting really good with Instagram now. I know, right? So, yes, score. Um, And so I do a lot of Instagram stories. We pump a lot of information out on Instagram. Our bio has several links in it for every event that we're doing. So make sure you you jump out there and uh, you get signed up for that because it's really important to stay connected with what we're doing because the radio show is just one piece of how we get some of that communication out. Like we're having our next... um, Our next webinar is going to be on January 14th, which is always the second Tuesday. So the second Tuesday of the month is when we have our Teaching Tuesday webinars. And by the way, our members teach those. So as a member, one of the perks is you get to teach a Teaching Tuesday webinar. And Diana, you're teaching one coming up here soon, aren't you? Which one? Which one? (laughs) I'm pretty sure I put you in February or March. And so it's one of those dates that we had decided. So I will have to go look at those dates. But the beautiful part about the members teaching is, you know, we talk a lot about how unique we are as females and women. And even if Diana and I had the exact same job or owned the exact same business, we would never do it exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm not Diana. Diana's not Colleen, and we do things the way only way that we know how, which is the gifts that we've been given. 
and how we lean into that. So I say that because I think it's important for us to remember that we are doing things exactly the way we need to when we're living in our purpose. And we're doing it the unique way that we need to do it. And if you're not leaning into your purpose, what's happening is you're leaving this blank space on earth that needed your unique skills and purpose for people to partake in. So just remember that. I don't want it to weigh heavy on you, but I want you to think about that. If you're not living into your purpose and doing what you know it is that you're here to do and inviting the universe in to help you with that. And sometimes, as in Sage All's um, life, uh, abruptly things get shifted, which you'll hear her story in a little bit. And and that is, um, you know, at the time it can feel like a curse and um, a blessing at the mm-hmm. same time. But I can say that, um, you know, it, everything happens exactly the way it needs to for a specific reason. And that doesn't mean we always need to understand why. We just need to know that it's happening for a purpose, a greater purpose beyond what we can imagine. And so, again, ladies, thank you for being here. I want to remind everyone who hasn't already, go out to the website and check out our events. We have some amazing sanctuary events coming up for women uh, to be able to pour into their cups, to be able to lead, to be able to connect with other women and grow your business. There's so much more that you're going to be able to do. These are one-of-a-kind, elite, all-inclusive, mansion, luxurious uh, retreats for women. So we, we deserve it because we're queens. So that's all I got to say about that. But let's go ahead and jump in with Diana. And Diana, what I love about you is you're self-taught. So I remember you saying that you had to teach yourself at the age of 12 to even speak English. Is that correct? correct. Yes. Yeah. And it's so, not because I have a deficiency. It's because I'm from a different <laughs> country. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there because well, people might look at me and be country. like, wow, you come a long way. <laughs> We're sorry that your parents didn't teach you English. I know. Um, no, so tell us your story. Like, why Why are you so freaking awesome today? What, what, what were the paths, and you can start at whatever age you would like, what were the paths and things that happened in your life that really started, you know, navigating you and course correcting you to get to where you are today? Wow. So, uh, <laughs> course correction is, is a great word to use. Yeah. And just to kind of build up on what you said, how... Um, you know, you just kind of have to go out there and do it. And then you Mm -hmm. see it as, you know, you ask yourself, why am I being cursed? Why is this happening to me? There's absolutely, how can any, any, absolutely any good come out of this situation? And then years later, and it literally took me years to, to realize that, you know, growing up in a country that just seceded from USSR, seeing soldiers with AK-47s on a street where you can't make an eye contact tanks rolling into your, you know, city and trying to take it over again because, you know, the USSR didn't like the fact that Lithuania seceded from them in 89. And and just seeing all this turmoil, you know, government corruption, um, living surrounded by mafia, trying to survive, witnessing neighbors being murdered. I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And it takes you years to realize, you know, you weren't punished. You were... Oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> um, happens on this show. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, I think you should FedEx us some uh, Kleenex mm-hmm. <laughs> before the show. But, you know, you, you learn to, to realize that it, it, those events and, 
and how it moves you into this path, it happened the way it should have. And I know that it sound kind of, uh, it might sound kind of contradictory or it kind of goes against everything that I just said, how hard it was, but I wouldn't change anything. I mean, maybe, bless you, um, Thank you. <laughs> people, you know, not being hurt, but I wouldn't change a thing because it has made me every single day, every single event, everything has made me into the person that I am today. And honestly, it makes you understand different things. It makes you see different things. It's almost like an eye-opening event because honestly, if we never failed, if we never had anything happen to us, if we picked up a new skill and we you know, just succeeded, we never made a mistake at anything, how would we learn anything? Who would we be? Mm-hmm. Honestly, probably not as deep as we, we become, not as the, you know, emotional creatures that we become and figuring out our past and how it can affect us and how can we better and what we want. And we need that comparison of, wow, that's horrible. It's definitely something I don't want to repeat. Or, wow, that's great. This is, I want more of it. And you figure out how to get it. And that's just a blessing. And I know that when you're going through it, it's just, it's heartbreaking. And, you know, you're, you're asking God or whoever you believe in, why, why me? What did I do? And it was hard for me because I was a child. And so here I am going from one turmoil into like a different country where I have to learn English. I have to learn how to write in English and read and, you know, different culture. Mm-hmm. I didn't have friends. I was made fun of and bullied because I came here in middle school. And I know that middle school hasn't changed at all because kids are so very mean <laughs> uh, to my children who are in middle school right now. And so it's just all of these different things. And, and you know, for me, it was kind of um, you're born, you hit the round r- running <laughs> mm-hmm. because it just I feel like in my life, it nothing really ended it just it just one thing after another one thing after another and it gave me this mindset of you know and an outlook I guess hey life is fine life is life it's not supposed to be perfect it's never going to be perfect and so you know when something happens you just got to look at it it's not happening to you somebody didn't send this to you somebody didn't wish this upon you it's just life it just happens and it's okay for you yes it happens for you Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It happens for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when when you see it in that way that, you know, you're not the victim of life, you're actually a victor of life, it just mm-hmm. gives you a new perspective and it, and it gives you the power and strength to keep moving forward because there's nothing else to do. And when people say, oh, I just want to give up. I want to crawl under the covers and just hide from the world. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can do that. But you're not pausing your life. You're actually taking it at least 10 steps backwards. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to start over again. Whereas you could have just been like, okay, deep breath. Maybe take a couple minutes, hours, however long it takes for you to you know, start moving forward. And just go, just go forward. There's no other direction, honestly. There's not really like a side gig or, like, you know, side street or an alley. Mm-hmm. It's just head on. So where do you, where do you, you had um, a little emotion when you had started talking about what happened when you had to move when you were 12. So mm-hmm. for any child in, even in the United States, if they had to move, move to a different state, in the United States and have to go to a different school, that would be very difficult for them um, because you're at that really vulnerable age. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wouldn't you say it's just a really impressionable, vulnerable age. 
And you know how, you know, you get to keep in touch with your friends. So if you move to a different state, you get to go back and visit. Mm -hmm. Mine is thousands of miles away. I mean, it's not, you know, the same, even the same continent. Mm -hmm. And so I came to United States only with the clothes on my back. I didn't bring a luggage or anything. And I brought a couple of books and a teddy bear. So I got to leave everything. My, my dog, um, friends, family members, everything. It's just, I'm like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> and this is all I have. Mm-hmm. This is just it. Yeah. So, and then you had to start over without knowing even how to speak English. Yeah. It in was, a world it was that tough. spoke English. Like yeah. in, a, in a, your world at that mm-hmm. time with everyone you had contact with, didn't speak the language you spoke. So right. not only did you not have a, a communication barrier, but you were alone. Right. And I was different. I looked different. I dressed different. Um, I didn't speak English. Um, I didn't like the way that I was being treated because I didn't speak English. Um, It's not just by middle school kids, but people at the store, people around you, they would look at you weird. And I didn't like that. So I was like, okay, I don't like this. Okay. So do I want to do this? as long as I can, you know, for the rest of my life? No. So what can I do? What can I do to change this? So I, um, I got a dictionary that I carried with me every single day to school and, you know, flip through to find words and, uh, watch movies with subtitles just so I could learn, you know, the, the pronunciation because it's very different Mm -hmm. and read children's books at age 12. I had to start over from, you know, this is a picture and it probably has like three words under it. So, you know, sometimes when you have to start over, you have to literally start over and, and that's okay because starting over shows you that you have that grit, you have that drive to survive and to strive. And mm-hmm. honestly, so many people can't. And if you can't do that, you're winning. So I mean, how, I did you, <laughs> how did you take that, um, that uh, loss, right? How did you, because you were 12 years old. So what happened when you got into your 20s? Did you go to college? Did you um, get married? You had owned some businesses. You you built some businesses. Tell us about that. So I think I was mad. I think a good feeling that I had that I can, that I can talk about was mad. I had to start over. So I channeled it into fine fine, I'm going to do this, but then I'm going to kind of be on the roll. It kind of put me on a roll. So I graduated high school at, um, I turned 16 a month before I graduated high school. And because I just didn't want to be there. I was like, fine, you know, life is like this. So bring it on. I want to do more. And then um, I was pre-med and I wanted to be an ER surgeon. So I spent, um, you know, my college lab at CU Boulder And uh, then I worked in a lab, research lab, because, you know, that's just the next step. And I got my EMT license because I wanted to help people. I wanted to fix them. That's why I wanted to be an ER doctor. And so it's actually really funny (laughs) now because one day I just kind of woke up and I was like, this is not for me. This is absolutely not for me. I spent the last, what, seven, six years going towards this goal and I can feel it that I won't love it. It won't bring me fulfillment. And now being a life coach and a keynote speaker and a business consultant, I thank myself because after realizing that I didn't want to go to medical school or it wasn't for me, Mm -hmm. now I have the fulfillment because my purpose in life 
wasn't to fix or heal people physically, not just their bodies. Mm -hmm. It's much more. It's your mind. And so when I finally decided not to go to medical school, I once again started over. (laughs) You can see probably the trend in my life starting over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did business and sales and then entrepreneurship. And I built a couple of businesses that were very successful. And I've just learned. And honestly, I learned how to fail. And once again, after every single business, it's like starting over because it's something different. And it's just, you know, you're never done. You're never done learning. You're you're never done starting over. Because I know that when I'm 85 years old, I'm going to start over on something else. I know that. And I know that it's okay. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to go to break. And Diana, I want to thank you for sharing your heart with us. And we're going to talk a little bit more about how her starting over has brought her the success she has today and how you too can get connected with Diana to work with her uh, if you're in a place where you're starting over. So um, hold on for two minutes uh, for us on Facebook as well while we go to a quick break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Join host Marla Goldberg each week for guided spirit conversations. This show puts you, the listener, in touch with some exciting guests. Hear how they've helped others and find out how you can help too through Marla's charity shoutouts. Are you ready to shift your current life experience? We've got tips, tools, and techniques designed to help you get started. Guided spirit conversations can be heard Thursdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Lead Up For Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Hey there, listeners. Welcome back. You are listening to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. And we have been speaking with Diana V. And she shared a very heartfelt story with us about how she was forced at the age of 12 to uh, just take the clothes on her back and move to America, not knowing English, not leaving all of her friends, her dog, her family, all of that, and how she um, had a lot of insecurities in middle school and, and had to really reinvent herself. And then even going to college, she talked about how she thought she knew exactly what she wanted to do in her career and had to course correct again. And I use the word course correct because I think there's a reason why a lot of us are afraid to really be seen and put ourselves out there because when you do, you become visible. Once you become visible, people are watching. Once people are watching, they're judging. Whether we like it or not, they're judging. So if you, quote unquote, fail, it's seen as failure. I look at it as a lesson and course correcting, right? So we learn because if we never would have gone down that road to fail or to course correct, then we never would have learned that that wasn't what I needed to do. Right. So and then if you never if you um, and then then you can course correct for an even better outcome in the future. So that's why I call it course correcting. I don't look at it as failure because you really didn't fail. You succeeded in every sense of the way. People just like to use that word failure. It's like the word stress is actually our bodies are created to be able to withstand stress. And it's it's there for our bodies in a positive way. But society and culture create stress as a negative thing. Mm-hmm. But stress on your bodies and the way our bodies react to it, it's a positive thing. So our bodies can uh, maneuver through all the different things that we need to with high blood pressure, low blood pressure, um, high heart rates, low heart rates, those types of things. So, Diana, you were telling our listeners that you um, are now a coach, mm-hmm. that you are a keynote speaker. Tell us a little bit about the type of person you coach and why. What do you coach on? So, um, I coach pretty much anyone that's hit a wall in any kind of area. So, it might start as personal or work, and it might jump over to relationships. So, it's a wholesome 360 coaching because your issue that, well, not your specifically, but whoever comes to me with an issue, it's usually not the issue, it's a symptom of something. And it kind of spills over (laughs) throughout their whole life, every single area of their life. So we talk about it, we figure it out, and then whatever that block is, we just bust through it, and then you find something else, and you bust through through that. But it gives you kind of that course-correcting you know, guidance that you need, because otherwise, if you don't know what the real cause is, you're always going to get stuck. Yeah. And don't and you find... St- what was that? And stay stuck. And stay stuck, right. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know what to do, and I think it takes so much courage to reach out to someone and understand that it's okay to ask for help, mm-hmm. and it's okay to uh, have someone uh, lead or guide you in mm-hmm. the areas just to give you a different perspective, because almost every time, well, every time, the answers are already within you. You yes. already know the answer. You're just what's called in your frame. Mm-hmm. So when you're in this frame... You can't see from an outside view, like, Sejal, I'm, I'm pretty sure, and we're going to be introducing you in a minute, but I'm pretty sure when you are outside of the business, watching it being ran from the outside, you saw it from a completely different perspective than mm-hmm. now being in the business running it, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah. yeah. So um, with that being said, we all just need to understand it's not our limitations. It's not that we're not smart. It's that we are so encompassed in the frame of mm-hmm. what we're doing that we tend to not be able to see the bigger picture sometimes. And that's okay. And that's why you have outside consultants come into businesses mm-hmm. and help. That's why we have coaches. That's why we have mentors. That's why we have people because they also hold us accountable. You know, right. that's why mm-hmm. we have personal trainers. That's why I'm a personal trainer because I want somebody to make sure that if they do want to get healthy and they want to get out there and and get their prime weight, or most of the time it's just about self-confidence. They come mm-hmm. to me wanting to lose weight has nothing to do with the weight. Exactly. Actually. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> once you start working with them, you figure out you're really working on their mm-hmm. mind more than their body, but you're having a good time working out with them at the same time. So, and you solve problems and you solve problems. Yeah. More than one. (laughs) Absolutely. So, um, Diana, how, if somebody wanted to bring you in as a keynote, do you have a couple, uh, keynote speeches that you do? I do. And all of that information is on my website. It's, uh, www.dianavlife.com. Okay. Okay. So dianavlife.com. L-I-F-E, right? Yes. .com. Perfect. Correct. And then someone could book you as a keynote speaker. And mm-hmm. what do you speak on when you do keynote speaking? Um, a lot of inspiration, a yeah. lot of what to do when you're stuck, um, a lot of communication. And my main motto, I guess, in life and in keynote speaking and in coaching is if you don't have personal mastery, you cannot have business mastery. You cannot have any other mastery. It all stems from personal mastery. That's perfect. And I'd like everybody on the phone to work on the personal mastery of self-care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care if you start with 10 minutes a day. That'll be a good challenge we'll throw out there today. But 10 minutes a day just to sit still or breathe or mm-hmm. what is your favorite hobby? Do you love to work out? Do you love to run? Do you love to walk? Do you love to knit? Do you love to sew? Do you love to paint? What is it? Do you love to listen to music? Take 10 minutes and do something that you love because especially as females, we take on so many identities that we we forget who we are by mm-hmm. the time. And Sage, all this hasn't happened to you, Diana. This hasn't happened to you yet. But by the time your kids are grown and they're gone, you're like, I don't even know where I like to eat where I like to shop, what my favorite color is anymore because everything was about the kids. Yes. I ate what they ate. Yeah. I took them shopping where they wanted to shop. Mm-hmm. I did everything they wanted to do. And now I'm this female shell kind of. And yes. I don't want that to happen to women. I want women to still have their identities as a mother mm-hmm. and to still have their identities as a female. Like you're still Diana and Diana's mm-hmm. cup needs to be filled. And the more you fill your cup, the better wife you're going to be the better mother you're going to be. So, so you're starting over. <laughs> you're <yeah>. course correcting. <laughs> yeah, I Agreed. had to. I was forced to. And, and the course correcting is yeah. really what brought me to where I am today, you know, um, mm-hmm. because you do. I, I don't want women to feel like an empty shell or loss. You know, you have to you have to treat yourself well. And it's hard. That's hard for most women. That's mm-hmm. really hard for them to keep their identity. It's, it really is. Yeah. Not they, a mother, not a wife, a, mm-hmm. not an employee, but just who they are and what they love about mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah, 
It is hard. And so there's steps to do it. And I know Diana V Mm -hmm. can help them with that. So Diana, they can go to your website. They Mm -hmm. can work with you. Uh, Do you have an email address or is it easier just for them to go to your website? Well, it's easy. It's Diana at dianavlife.com. Okay, perfect. (laughs) I made everything easy. And uh, just a little side note on the 10 minutes, because they know if somebody tries to meditate as a female woman, you have so many things running through your brain. Just make sure you bring a pen and paper. So when something pops pops into your mind like dinner you just write it down and then you go back to what you were doing because otherwise you're gonna be like no I have to I have to yeah (laughs) and you're gonna stop the 10 minute absolutely and I I like to say anything that's happened before this 10 minutes I'm just gonna wrap it up and set it aside anything I have to do after this 10 minutes I'm just gonna wrap it up and set it aside and I'm really just going to try and be present and focus on me mm-hmm. just in the moment. Yeah. And whether it's writing in a journal, I find that when I write 10 gratitudes down during that time, I have sacred time that I do for myself. It's in an hour every morning. So I That's get amazing. up an hour every morning and spend time for me to write gratitudes, mm-hmm. to read, to journal, to do energy work for chakras, whatever it is that I need to do. It, that's what works for me. So, but I, I built it up from never doing anything to right. starting at 10 mm-hmm. minutes and then build it. And mm-hmm. I know some people that do two hours a day, you know, of work oh. on themselves before right. starting their day. And you can do it as a mother too. You just get up before the babies get up. So if it's an hour of you time, you will feel so much better by the time those babies wake up. I promise you, you know, I promise you it will work. It just um, grounds so you. <laughs> it does. Diana, thank you so much for being with us today. Stay on the line while we jump mm-hmm. over to Sejal and talk with her. So we know you're a mother of two gorgeous boys and have a lot of nieces and thank nephews you. behind you. Um, they're on I the do. wall, <laughs> but there's so much more to you and where you came from. Um, and so, you know, you weren't in tech as you are the CEO no. of TechWorks today. You weren't in tech. So Tell our listeners a little bit about how your life started before you met your husband, what what your aspirations and dreams were, and then you met your love of your life and got married and had kids, and uh, he was running a different business at the time. So talk to us about that. Sure. So I, you know, I grew up, my dad's an entrepreneur. Um, I grew up, I was, we were well off. I didn't really want for anything, and um, I actually wanted to be a lawyer, well, Scratch that in college, I went to four different majors. I did engineering, biomedical engineering. I did a whole bunch of stuff that I was really bad at. Science is not my forte. Um, And I ended up um, doing legal studies, which I loved. I wanted to be a lawyer. I could argue anything and win. I promise you, everyone would attest to that. And um, I graduated from college at University of Buffalo, got my first job as a paralegal, and then said, oh my gosh, I totally don't want to be a lawyer. Um, that's, that's insane. I don't want to go to school forever. And I went from a couple things here and there and ended up, um, at the banks in the banking world. So I worked at several of the banks. I was on the trading floor for a couple of years, several years. I worked through the different banks all throughout, um, all the different varieties of, of jobs, et cetera, and throughout the world. So I've lived in a lot of different places in Tokyo, Hong Kong, Singapore, London, et cetera. So I had a great career. Um, met my husband uh, while I was at the first bank I was working at. Mm -hmm. And actually we always said the reason we stayed married so long is because we spent our first year apart. (laughs) I spent it in London. He spent it in Bermuda, um, which was great. I I guess. Um, 
So, and in 2008, he started a company. So I was still at Deutsche Bank in 2008. I was pregnant with my first child and he came to me and said, Hey, look, I think I want to start a company. So if you think about 2008, that wasn't the best time in economy. And um, mm. I'm sitting there thinking, wow, the stability is not important. I'm pregnant. I guess we could live in a box. Uh, we don't really need stability, but I had a job. I supported him in the decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest with you, we had a backup plan. So in case things didn't go well, we were, we were sort of situated. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started TechWorks in 2008. And so it was uh, pretty much, uh, would you say that it was um, depression proof? (laughs) Because obviously we went through a recession pretty bad. Yeah, no, I don't think it was depression proof or recession proof. I think it was just, look, sometimes you do things, they come to you and you take the opportunity and you go with it. I had a really steady job. I was at the bank. I was making good money. We had health insurance and we had a backup plan. So you're really, you're really just taking the, you know, Look, you take risks, and like you said, there are course corrections. If it didn't work, you course correct, and you move on to something else. Yeah. With great risk comes great reward. Great reward. That was a phenomenal time to start a business for those that had the means of the money because getting everything that you needed at that moment for you to be able to launch the business, it was so simple and like pennies on the dollar. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it was good. It went well. He started in 2008. I kept my job at the bank for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a second child um, and I was climbing that corporate ladder, you know, just climbing, climbing, climbing. And one day I sat there and I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, where am I going with this? Where's this going to land me? Um, We just built our house. This is the house. Mm -hmm. We built our dream home. We had two kids and uh, we moved into our dream home in September of 2012. And in November, I decided to put my notice in, which, by the way, I didn't share with him. So I quit my job and I called him afterwards. So was why a, was, was that? Why did you quit I, your I, job I and call him afterwards? I after? didn't know I was going to quit. Okay. I had no idea I was going to quit. I had no idea I was going to quit. I walked in and I just spent 42 minutes doing absolutely nothing that morning. I missed time with my babies. I was traveling a lot. I was all over the place. Yeah. And um, I missed my babies waking up that day. I missed them, mm-hmm. you know, putting them to bed the night before. Yeah. And I just gave my notice and I walked out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that, that so it. many times from women. They're like, they bring up something. They're like, I quit. What did I just say? I quit. Yeah, what? Exactly. And isn't that they're amazing? Like, Where are you going? It's when you get that overwhelming sense like, okay, I am not supposed to be here. I need yeah, to quit. that was exactly it. It was yeah. 7.42 in the morning. I remember I got up and I'm like, I quit. What? Where are you going? What offer do you want? No, no, no. I quit. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going home. And I call my husband on my, on, the, uh, on my way home. And I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm on my way to Secaucus. It's in New Jersey. And he's like, what are you doing there? I'm like, oh, I quit my job. He's like, Qu- quit what? Go back. I'm like, it's not happening. I'm on my way home. Yeah. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to go shopping and have lunch with my girlfriends and hang out and work out and try to shed the 40 pounds I put on mm-hmm. and uh, have fun. Yeah. And what did he say? He said, you're crazy. You're going back. <laughs> and I said, no. And then that was it. I never went back. <laughs> it was, it was like, I love that. Done. Yeah. We're finished. Yeah. And then, um, 
and he was already working with tech work. And my husband is brilliant, brilliant at technology, sucked at sales and operations. <laughs> so, We're not always so good at everything. We're always good at one you thing. you shouldn't be. One thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at stuff, like you said, I was outside the frame, I'm outside yeah. the box, and I'm looking at things going, I, I don't think that's, that's right. And I, don't, I think we could, and maybe not. And I was like, hey, what if I work with you? And he's like, what? Yeah. And, and that was like, uh, no, you don't, you don't need to. And I'm like, oh, but, but I'd love to. And um, that was 2012, and that was 2013, and in 2015, I became the CEO. Really? Wow, he was so impressed with your work. That's awesome. So (laughs) it's great that you, um, what I love about that story, Sejal, is that you went from doing something that you almost feel like you had to do, I guess, or was tied to, even though you were in banking trading floors and all that for years. But then one day you just decided, and we have really great intuitions as women, by the way. And when, yeah. when, when the universe is course correcting you, that's how it works. So you get yeah. that intuition bump that says, okay, you're done here. And once, once we get into the rest of the story, which we're going to head to break, everyone will see when we finish through the rest of the story, why the universe gave you the bump when they gave you the bump, because you really needed right. to step out and you needed to be able to step into uh, the business and work in the business for the reasons yeah. for today, right? So uh, we're going to go to break and we'll be back in two minutes with this sage off. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. The universe kind of gives you a kick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you're like, oh, and you need it. Hey, and you hey listeners, it. we are back. And so, and thank you so much for being patient with us. We were just on a quick two-minute break. And we've been sitting here talking to all of our friends on Facebook and having an amazing conversation. So if you haven't yet, pop on over to Lead Up for Women on our Facebook page and like us. And then you'll be able to see these live. And then you can see Diana V sitting here and Sage all sitting here. And I want to welcome Anissa and Jamie and Teresa and Meg and all the other women that have joined us on Facebook. Hello, and thank you so much for being here today. And Sejal, you were talking about um, how you left your job and you were just going to hang out with your girlfriends and go to lunch and work out and spend time with your babies. You were super happy. Then you looked at your husband's company and you're like, hmm, you're super good and you're smart at tech, but when it comes to operations, I think I could help you out a little bit. And then soon after you merged yourself into um, and became part of the business, you became the CEO of the business. Yeah. And how long did that so, take? Like, what was the year span of you learning well, there? Well, it was really just going in and understanding the business and looking at the sales and the operations. And I started immersing myself. And one of the things that I learned quickly is surround yourself with people smarter than you. You want to be the dumbest person in the room. Always. And, mm-hmm. and so I really got out there and I started networking and networking and networking and I mean, there were days I was doing five to six networking events a day. And for people that do that, they know that's a full-time job. Yeah. Um, and I just started meeting people and I meet other people. And I got to the level where I meet the people that I now call my family in terms of they help me with everything from how to fix a flat to, you know, am I, t- you know, what am I going to do? I'm losing that million dollar client. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I did. So it took a couple of years. And I just got a hang of it and my husband decided to take over the tech role and he managed all the technology side and I managed the rest of the business. That's great. And so you yeah. did both did that for how long? Um, so, well, we both did that up until, so he did technology and he did the finances and I did everything else. Um, and we did that up until this year, Okay. up until February this year. Yep. So. And then <laughs> go ahead and share with our listeners okay. if you feel comfortable so, what happened this year. Yeah. So, um, in, on February 28th, uh, 2019 this year, my husband passed away unexpectedly of a heart attack. He was 39 years old and, um, he walked out the door and just didn't walk back in. And, uh, if that wasn't bad enough, my younger one saw him sort of collapse and I was actually in Florida and all of our parents were in India on vacation. And it was just, um, sorry, Megs, but it was just a shit show for lack of a better word. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, um, so I need a second, <laughs> um, Take as long as you need. So, um, you know, he was actually in the hospital for about four days and I don't think in my wildest dreams, we had a clue that he was going to, I mean, he's 39. We didn't think he was going to pass away. I don't think that no. was ever something that even while he was in the hospital, even while he was on the ventilators, even while he was in surgery through all of that, I don't think we, anybody 
ever thought that that was going to happen. Um, and so on February 28th, my life sort of flipped upside down and you guys talk about rebuilding and restarting. Um, I started from ground up. Um, I had a family that was torn apart. I have an eight year old and a 10 year old, you know, two boys. Um, and you know, his mother who'd lost, you know, we lost my father a lot 10 years ago to a heart attack. His brother who worked for the company at the time, um, it was just a lot. It was a lot. So, and then I had a company, I had a business partner that I lost. So I lost a husband. I lost a father, lost the man who ran the house. And then I lost a business partner. And, you know, I actually have zero technical skill set. And I was now sitting here with um, being the sole income provider, yeah. sole provider for the house, running a company that I got to be honest, I was scared to hell to do because, yeah. I don't, I don't know tech and we're an IT company. You kind of need to know technology yeah. to run, or not to run the company, but to do the work. And yeah. he was the main guy. So we went yeah. through, we went through some changes. First of all, Sage, I'll thank you for being just vulnerable to share that story. I know that must have just um, talk about a smack mm-hmm. in the face and everything just immediately happening and you having to course correct very quickly. Um, And what a blessing of gratitude it is that you had that feeling that you had back in 2012, I believe it was when you said, when you were like, I quit. And then you saw where you could help your husband build the company because could you imagine if you were sitting at the bank? No, no. No, I mean, yeah. you know what? I got to be honest. I think everything, not this piece of it, and I know you say everything happens for a reason, and I was talking to a friend a couple of days ago, and she said the same thing. She goes, it was in the boy's karma to lose their father, and it was, you know, it was there. It happened. Um, and I think, I'm not sure I can totally jive with that yet, yeah. but, you know, um, I will tell you it's really hard. It's really hard. You know, if you lose a business partner, your home life will give you that time to go and figure out your job. If you lose a husband, your business will say, choke. Go take six months, go take it, go figure it out. We got this. In my case, I, I had, I didn't, nobody had this. Yeah. I had this. Um, I had to do that and, and do that and the work and the home and the kids and, and, and me. And you talk about me time and you talk about identity. And I'll, I'll tell you that the one thing I've always been very good at is keeping that identity. I've always taken me time. Uh, people ask me all the time, how do you balance things? I don't, I don't balance anything. Balance does not exist in my life. There are days that my kids are priority and all I do is for my kids and with my kids. And there are days that my kids don't see me and it is what it is because I have a job and a company and people who rely on me to provide them their living. Yeah. Um, and there are days that I don't do either of those like yesterday and I got a two hour massage in the middle of the day and took the rest of the day for myself and then went out to dinner. So there are me days too. Yeah. That's so good that you already recognize how much you need to nourish yourself because in order for you to be able to give a thousand percent to the company, a thousand percent to the employees, a thousand percent to your children, you have to nourish yourself because if you won't, you're you're just not going to have anything left. You can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it. You just, you can't do it. And I, like you were talking about working out, I work out every day. I make it a point every day. It's, it's, it's something that I do for me. 
just That's for me. That's so good. That's so good. Can I ask you, when your husband passed away, do you have any advice for any of our listeners or anybody on Facebook of maybe something that you, you, I mean, at 39, there is not a person that I know that is thinking in the back of their mind, I need to have my house in order. Right. Yeah. My house in order, you know, either my business finances in order, my wills and my estates and every my life insurance it. and everything set up. Did you have all of that in order? Was it ready and prepared? And so it made it seamless for you to because when you're dealing with the grief of your husband and then you're dealing with the grief of the father of your children, because that's two different things. And then you're dealing with the grief of the company on top of that, which you're blessed to have this, you know, wildly successful company. But on the flip side of that, um, it also needs your attention. So, so I will tell you this, regardless of what you have settled up or what you have ready, it's not seamless. I still have cars not in my name, accounts I had to close, vendors I had to fire because they wouldn't transfer. And I am the wife and the business owner and the CEO, Right. I'm also fairly smart, worked in finance. Um, so I don't, I don't think anything is seamless. Um, what I will tell you though is I reach out to my network. My current CIO, the, like he runs the technology side of my company. Yeah. He's amazing. He was not chosen by me. I barely interviewed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys in my network did. Everything I do, I have relied. I've come to realize that I can rely on a couple people yeah. and they have helped me because I don't care what you have in order, it'll never be enough um, mm-hmm. to be ready for something like this. So it's really a matter of, it takes a village. And I don't mean just to raise my kids, but it takes a village to keep me standing every day. Yeah. Um, so there are people that help me with personal stuff. There are people that help me with business stuff. There are people that help me on all accounts. I have, you know, my boys see a therapist every week because I think that's really important. We talk about things. You talked about gratitude. I do gratitude with my boys every morning. Every morning, so to this day, we talk about what are we happy for? No, not my Xbox and my hoverboard, but I'm happy that so-and-so friend gave me lunch or gave me an apple today. Um, So I'll I'll, I'll tell you that piece of it. And the second thing I will tell you is um, somebody gave me this advice several, several months ago, and I still, it's my mantra, every single decision you make is the right decision. You guys talked about course correction and everything. You can always change it tomorrow. Today, the right decision it's to do this and yeah. tomorrow it's not, it's okay. Because yeah. if you start looking back at everything and looking at regret or going crazy, it's going to become really difficult to move forward at all. Yeah. So every sitting here as a single mother now and a single business owner, um, I'm running a house that we built that I have no intention of leaving. Uh, you, you, you get to that point where you're like, you know what? Yeah. I just got to make a decision and it's yeah. okay. And I, and I, I bounce them off of people, but in the end, I make those decisions. Yes, that is a great message, Sage. All thank you for sending that message to everyone. Trust your intuition. It is the yeah. universe. It's the spirit. I don't care what you call it. It's speaking yeah. to you and telling you, "I'm here for you," and this is the right decision you need to make. And you're right. You can yeah. ask other people what their opinions are, and when you know okay. it doesn't feel right, go. We always say hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Because yeah, you look exactly. back and go, "I should have. I should have done right. this." Don't listen to it. it. Yeah. If you trust yourself and you listen to what's in your heart and what's in your soul and your intuition, you won't ever make a a bad decision. It's just the right decision to make. And it might not be what everyone else thinks. 
the decision yeah. you should make, but it's still the right decision yeah. for you at that time. Exactly. Wow, that's exactly. a powerful message. Thank you for sending that to our listeners. And Sejal, we are all, you know, the other message you just sent is you cannot, cannot, everyone please listen to what she said, cannot do life alone. You cannot, you cannot, you have to have friends, you have to have a community, you have to have people that you can tap into. We were not meant to do life alone. We should never do life alone. And you never know when you're going to need to reach out to someone. So nurture, nurture, nurture the people that you have in your life and keep them close because you just never know when you're going to need the help. And you're only, you know, I think of one arrow and how strong one arrow is and you can just, or a stick, you can break it, but you put like a bundle of sticks together. You can't break it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So find your tribe, whatever that tribe is, lead up from your tribe. Great. Come find us. If there's another tribe out there that's yours, go find your tribe, go find the women that support you, the people that need you, the people that give you the advice that you need, that give you guidance when you, that remind you how freaking awesome you are. Awesome you are. Exactly. Hang out with the people that believe in you, uh, that trust you, that fuel your fire. So your rocket can take off. Right. So, Sejal, thank you so much for joining us today. If somebody wanted to find out more about TechWorks and how they could yeah. work with you, how would so, they? Um, my website is TechWorks, it's T-E-C-H-W-E-R-X-E.com. Um, and what we are offering for anybody listening is we can do network assessments. We can, we'd love to come and check out, make sure that everything's running okay. Um, with your network, with your IT. So we'll do a free network assessment for any of your listeners if they reach out. Wonderful. Um, Thank you. Yeah. That's great. And they just, can reach me at... Go ahead. Should I just... My email address, just really quick. Yep. Just it might make it easier. It's S-L-A-K-H-A-N-I at techworks.com. Perfect. That's easy to remember. Thank you, ladies, for being on the show today. We are just about out of time. So I just want to remind all of our listeners, we've got Megan Redzia. Uh, with 3EPR next week. And we also have Danielle Trufin and she is in a, she's got an amazing story as well and is a life coach and you guys are just going to eat her up and love her. So remember, my last message is you are the only you that's ever been. You are the only you that will ever be. So how you choose to live your life now matters. So be you and be strong and come back next week on Wednesday and we'll have two more guests. So thank you, ladies, and thank Thank you so much for the show today. Everyone have a blessed week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Colleen Biggs, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk more next week.